Hey, today I wanted to talk about the Music Artist website. I think that is an untapped asset that we've got as a music artist because we focus so much on Instagram, we focus on YouTube as building an audience and building a following it. And that is awesome. But if we want to go next level and we want to allow people to purchase our merch or buy tickets to a show or actually cross over from follower into fan, we need some place where they can they can go to that has all of our stuff that, that ultimately we're in control of so we can guide them through the process that we want. And the best way we've got to do this is a website. So we kind of think they're a bit dated and, and they're not being used so much. But if we set it up right, I think we can get traffic across there and actually start to sell some of our music, start to get people to engage uh, with us on, on a greater level than just liking or dropping a, a comment, but actually becoming true fans, which is what we need as music artists if we want to go to the next level. So we're going to chat about artist websites, what's good about them, how can we set them up and how important is it to actually make an artist website for your music. Hey, I'm Craig from the Dot of That Studio, and we're talking about going from musician to artist. So this podcast, this YouTube channel, is about uh, just keys and tips to, for you to take your music a bit more seriously, wherever you are in the music journey, just to level up and go next level. So today we're talking about artist websites, like your, your website for your music, whether that's um, Craig Honeyset Music or whatever you want to call it. I think it's important to have one of these set up, and it's something that we think, oh, there's two categories really, oh, I'll do that later, or that's not really important, so I'll, you know, I'll get that done one day, maybe when I'm famous or when I'm on tour or something. And the other one is, oh, no, I've got one of those, it's set up and it's just sitting there somewhere. So I want to talk about the importance of it and why I think it's it's so powerful to have a website set up alongside your social accounts. So I've got a couple of notes here around why I think it's great. And, and ultimately, this all comes down to you being in control. So if you think about your YouTube page, you've only got a certain amount of control as to what people do. So if they click on Craig Honeyset Music, there's only so much I can show them. I'm really dictated by what YouTube wants me to show them. So they're trying to make their platform look good and they and they don't want you to be exclusively on me. They want you to watch a couple of my videos and then watch a couple of thousand of other people's videos. So it's very much set up to kind of pivot you around to where they want you to go, which is perfectly fine. It's their platform. It's the same with Instagram. We've only got a really short amount of data that we can kind of put in there that shows off us. So we've got a little bio that we can put in, um, which is only 125 characters or whatever it is. It's very small. We've got one website link that we can put in. And then all of our photos and data is set up in those uh, little squares there, which looks like Instagram, which again is great because they want you to look at your content and then everyone else's as well. So the great thing about our website that I'm going to be really focusing on today is that we're in control of the user experience. So we can make that website look like whatever we want it to. And we kind of think about a big desktop website because that's what we're used to, but even just a f your phone, you know, so when they open up your website on your phone, it's kind of laid out the way that you want it to be laid out with. So the first thing we're going to chat about is that user experience. So when they click onto the website, we get to kind of be in control of what they experience there. So whether we want them to see our music or our photos or um, we, whether they can contact us or whatever we want on there, we're in control of the experience of that user, which is cool. It means we can tweak that. Whereas, you know, like I said before, the user experience of Instagram is very much set and we, we just slot into that. So we're in control of the user experience, number one. Number two is we can make it our entire branding, whatever. If we've got our own colors, we've got our own fonts, we've got our own logos or messaging or whatever that is that's kind of about you and your music, maybe what you stand for or what you believe in or really what you, your music's all about, you can put that straight in. We use the example a little bit. If you've got like a coastal 
sort of sound that's just happy to be alive, you know, that kind of enjoying every moment. You can straight up have you just cruising down the highway with the beach there. That straight As soon as they open up the website, that can be kind of the video that straight away sets your vibe, sets your brand straight up. As soon as they click onto that, it looks like you and your music. The next thing you can control is what is seen. So maybe if you have really great photos, you can put those right at the top. If you've got really great music videos, you can put those right at the top. If you're really good with your words and writing, you've got a uh, little, like your lyrics in your song are really powerful, you can put those up the top so people are kind of engaging with your really um, standout lyrics and those emotive sort of things. So whatever it is that you're all about and what you are really good at as an artist, you get to control where that's seen and how that is seen. So one other thing I think is really powerful is you can say what you want to say, how and where you want to say. You're not limited to character counts. You're not having to have a bio in this specific spot or anything like that. If you want to set up a camera and speak to your bio, you want to say, hey, this is what I'm about. Um, if you want to book me for this, you can do all that stuff via video if you want, or you can maybe have a sentence there, sentence there, sentence there. Maybe you can have a photo and it comes over that. So what you want to say and how you want to say it uh, you just have complete control over with the website, which I think is is really powerful. And the last one is uh, your links and your embeds. So uh, as you know, YouTube YouTube's pretty good, but Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, you've got one link. So you have to, it has to be a link tree or you can send them to one specific place. Facebook, if you chuck a link in your Facebook, it's going to be very hard for that to get shown. Facebook just don't want somebody clicking on that link and going to Spotify or YouTube or whatever. So it kind of gets buried Whereas in your website, if you want to link to your YouTube, you want to link to your Spotify, you want to link to anywhere, your tour dates, your mates tour dates, whatever you want to link to, you're in complete control and you can also embed things. So you can have your YouTube content or your Spotify even on your website so people don't even have to leave your website. You can embed those other websites in there so that they can stay on your website, see your branding, but still connect to these other places that you're, that you're trying to grow your algorithm and grow your followers and stuff. So you can embed all that on your website. So the other platforms are very much about, no, just just here. This is the only place I want you to be. Whereas a website is, yeah, like wherever you want to go. Your website doesn't care if you leave it. Um, it's about you and what you want, where you want your traffic to go. So I think that's really cool. And the last thing is just that you've got a URL. So rather than going Spotify forward slash Craig Honeyset Music, it's just craighoneyset.com or whatever your name is, .com or maybe you know, you can come up with your own URL, but it's really easy to, to tell people rather than saying, oh, my Instagram handle is underscore dot dot cherry, dot, dot, like whatever we have to come up with. So it's completely unique. We've got a bit more control over our URL, which I think is really, really good as well. So from here, now that I've hopefully convinced you that a website is really great, I'm sure you didn't need too much convincing there. We all know the power of websites is what is the purpose of your website? I think these are important questions to ask as you're trying to set up. What's the purpose of it? And what is the action? So what do you actually want someone to do once they get to your website? And these are kind of interlinked, but yeah, one chat about that because if you don't have a purpose of it and you're just chucking up photos or you're just doing it, you're just ticking a box because you know you should have a website, it's not going to be very effective. So you're going to be paying a yearly subscription or whatever it is monthly to host a website that people might go to every now and again. But if you don't have a clear purpose and a clear action, you're not going to get that engagement and that traffic kind of doing what you want them to do. So it, it's a bit of a waste of time. So let's chat quickly about what the purpose of it is. So what is the main reason that you're sending people to your website? Why do you want people to go to your website? And this could change for everyone. Maybe you're just, it's just about informing. You just want to say, hey, I'm an artist. I've got this music out. I've got these videos out. These are my tour dates. 
Um, this is what I'm about. You can catch me here. Sort of just an inf informing people. You want people to, to click across and just know a bit more about you and to kind of connect with you, whether that's with your music or your videos or write you an email or fill out your form or read your blogs or whatever it is. You're just informing somebody. Maybe that's the purpose of your website and that's a great purpose. Um, but you, you, when you're setting it up, you'll just know that. Okay, so how can I inform people? How can I let people know where my shows are, how to get to my music, all those sorts of things. So if that's your purpose, awesome, informing people. Next one, maybe you're inspiring people. So maybe you want people to see your videos because they, they carry a strong message, they carry your heart, they carry your purpose. So you actually want people to come, listen to your music, watch your videos and kind of be inspired, kind of, you know, like just really engage with, with what your art is and experience that. Or maybe this is a selling point for you. Maybe you've got merch, you've got CDs available, you've got tickets you want people to buy. So maybe your, your website is kind of your storefront. So you want to get people across, you want to create an audience in Instagram and you want to send them across to your website so they can start purchasing and actually transacting, transacting, transacting money. Is that how you'd say that? And actually making transactions with you, trading their value money for your value music and your website is a place where they can do that. You've got that set up as a store. Or maybe you're, you're using your website to actually create a deep level of connection with your fans. So maybe you've got a mailing list or maybe you've got a newsletter or a blog or something. So people are coming across to really connect with you at a deeper level and you've got a place there where they can sign up and you can get in touch with them or um, whatever it is. Um, I think a mailing list is the best way to do that and we're going to talk about that a bit later on. Um, yeah, but maybe it's a place where you can just nurture and grow fan relationships, take them to that next level. Or perhaps you're using it to get more gigs. You want people to go to the website and get information about you so that they can book you for their next gig or their events. So maybe you've got event planners or venues or something looking to hire you um, for a gig, for a festival, for something like that. So you, all your information about your gig and how they go about booking you is all on your website and that's and that's what the purpose of it is. And I think any of these, or there's probably a ton more as well, any of these are completely fine and they're all good reasons to have a website. All, all I want to stress is that make sure that whatever your purpose is, whatever the main thing you want to get out of it is, is kind of translated in your website. It is obvious that why why people are there and what you want them to do. If it's just kind of bits of that and bits of that and bits of that and people are going to get there and not know what to do, then fantastic, someone's visited your website, but they haven't really engaged with it in the way that you want them to. So I think just have a think about what your purpose is and make sure that your website actually does fulfill that purpose and it's easy to figure out what that purpose is. And that leads us on to the next point, which is what is the action and is that clear? So we want to make sure that our messaging isn't kind of mixed. We're not, someone doesn't come to our website and, and kind of have to figure out what to do. We want that action, that purpose to be really, really clear. And I reckon the best way to do it is, is the blink test. So you might've heard of this before. It's basically like if someone opens up your website before they've got time to blink, can they figure out exactly what their job on your website is? So for a marketing website, for example, um, like my studio one, um, it says straight up there, I want, I want someone to reach out to me and, and book studio time. That's the purpose of my website, that someone would go there, find out enough about the studio that they'd be happy to book some time and come in and record. So my blink test, I need them to, before they blink, to know, okay, this is a recording studio. He's looking to take bookings. Uh, do I want to work with him? That's kind of what I want people to be thinking and questioning when they see my homepage. So before, I, before they blink, that message has to come across nice and clear. Otherwise, because we just we just bounce so quick, don't we? We're so used to just next scrolling. We're going to click on a studio website and go, 
not what I'm looking for. So that messaging has to be really clear. And it's the same with an artist website. If you're going to bring someone across from YouTube or Spotify or Instagram, they would need to know why they're there and what they need to do pretty quickly. So that's important. So I think for this, it's, it's really important to make it nice and clean and clear and not cluttered. So often we can try and chuck everything in there so that, so that quickly people see everything that we're about. But it's better to kind of have that one purpose and just make sure that everything points to that. So you'll see like if you've ever been on a real salesy website, you might see like every couple of lines, they'll say oh, start trial or buy this product or whatever. So every kind of action that they put, it might be a testimonial or some features of the product or a story about the creator or whatever it is. But then after all of those, it's got start the trial. Like their, their purpose for being on the website is really, really clear. So just because we're an artist and we're not necessarily selling a product, um, even though maybe you are with your, your new single or merch or something, we want to make it really clear what we're doing and make sure that everything that we're doing is pointing back to that, that there's a real purpose for it and that that makes sense. I think the best action that we can do as an artist is to get people onto a mailing list or a newsletter. So that's just the best way because then every time we've got something new, we can email them out and say, hey, I've got a new song coming out, got a new video, got a new tour date, uh, got a new blog, whatever it is. We can let people know without having to rely on them coming back to the website again on their own. We can kind of point them back to that because we've got them on that mailing list. So I think if, you, if you're thinking about some sort of action that you could do on your website, set up a mailing list. So we're going to talk about more this more in future episodes. But that's just a great call to action. But it might not be that. It might be go to the store and buy my new CD. Go to the store and get some merch. Go to Spotify and listen to my new single. Watch my new video in my YouTube embed here. But whatever your action is, just make sure it's clean, it's clear, and people are going straight to it. And I reckon if we're doing all these things, we're going to have a really effective website. And what's that? what that's going to do is just grow, uh, grow that relationship and that connection between you and your audience. Because when we're on Instagram, yeah, we might like your picture and then scroll and like 10 other bands. But if we're on your website, we're on your website and it's all about you. So if we can kind of get people across there and then give them a really good user experience, give them a, you know, a positive uh, experience with the website, then we're going to start to create those deep connections. And it really is the key. Like it's going to be very hard to make money and make a career out of your music if you're solely on Instagram or solely on YouTube. At some point, it's going to have to go somewhere so some transactions can be made and some deeper levels of relationship, two-way relationship can be can be formed. And the website, I think, is the best way to do it. The website, probably coupled with an email list so you can keep them up to date. And we'll chat about that later. But yeah, I hope you got something out of this. So over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to unpack websites a bit. Next week, I'm going to pull up a bunch of websites here and go through those with you and just have a look at, you know, why does this website work? Why doesn't this website work? And hopefully give you some ideas and some inspiration. So look out for that next week. In the meantime, I'm just make small episodes every week, 15 to 20 minutes here on YouTube or on your favorite podcast app. So subscribe to keep up to date with that. Make some music this week and we will talk again soon.